Our family values are under attack. As a husband and father, family is very important to me. I can get the word by listening to the Stone Builders Hour on my favorite podcast, iHeartRadio. You can check them out on other podcasts like Spotify and SoundCloud. As a man of faith, the word is very important to me. And I can get the truth from Pastor Gary and Elder J.C. Montgomery. Check them out on the Stone Builders Hour. Greeting friends and neighbors. Pastor Gary Montgomery here inviting you to become a Stone Builder donor. Your support will allow the Stone Builder Hour to remain on the air. Please join Elder J.C. and I as we share the good news with you by sharing Bible scriptures and how relevant they are today. You can reach out and touch us by calling 580-634-5896 or stonebhr at gmail.com or donate on our secure site, welivingstones.org. Welcome to the Stone Builder Hour team. Much love and God bless. And welcome to the Stone Builders Hour with your host, Pastor Gary, and my lovely wife, Elder JC. And I just want to really thank you, listeners that are incarcerated behind bars, both the men and the women's facilities. We just give you good tidings and pray that this show continues to bless you, too, because know that God is not finished with you yet. And I just want to thank you for tuning in as we finish discussing the Ten Commandments. We've been doing it for the last four weeks now and how important they are for survival in times we are living in today. The Ten Commandments, they're vital to understanding the holy nature of Jehovah and his redemptive plan for those seeking him. Well, welcome podcast and radio family to another informative session. And yes, it's about the Ten Commandments. We bring you great tidings in the Lord and His Holy Word, the Bible, where the Ten Commandments come right out of. Last week, we reviewed one through, well, we did one through seven over the last three weeks. So this is going to be eight, nine, and ten. But just a quick review of those first seven. I think it's important to just review them and do you know them? First, I am the Lord your God. And he says, who brought you out of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. You know, Egypt is your bondage. Mm -hmm. You shall have no other gods before me. That's number two. No. That was the first one. Yes. You shall have no other gods before me. And then, apparently this is, uh, you shall not make for yourself a carved image. So, he's not looking for crosses, y'all. We've already been through that phase. They blew that when uh, Moses brought down the Tenth Commandments and he saw that they had made a carved image out of uh, gold uh, of a calf and yep. everything. So they blew that in the beginning. That was early on. That was after God brought them through all those situations. You see how human we are? Mm-hmm. We forget real quick where we come from. Even when you're in the midst of walking across walls of water. Yes. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. 
too many of us do that well yes we do and i know we, we think we're slipping or we we say oh well i didn't really mean it but you said it anyway and of course the most important one remember the sabbath day you know you're supposed to six days you work but on the seventh you rest and i know we, we have some confusion about whether that's saturday or sunday i'm not confused at all <laughs> but sunday is the first day of the week yeah so you count down saturday is the day we rest on the lord all i can say is go back to constantine when time was changed mm. it's in the bible and it's in your history books yes it is for honor your father and your mother that your days may be longer upon this earth. That's what I don't understand people who uh, are not honoring their parents by doing just everything opposite. You know, you shorten your life. Mm -hmm. You can go to prison, you can get killed, beat up, whatever the circumstances, you are dishonoring your parents if you're not obeying them. Mm -hmm. Five, you shall not murder. Six, you shall not commit adultery. And seven, you shall not steal. Mm. You know, we... Um, that's number eight on my book. You shall Oh, that's right. Number eight is that. <laughs> oh, I'm seeing seven I miss. Thou shalt not commit adultery. I guess I skipped right over that one. Oh, you had to worry about that with me because marriage is honored by all yes. folks. And uh, we have 50 years invested in, and I tell you, it's like a roller coaster, but we are on the high all the time. Praise God. Not all the right. kind that you get from THC, but the natural high. Okay. Praise God. But some days you have those moments. Remember, not everything is perfect. But today's lesson, we're going to do eight, nine, and ten. Thou shalt not steal. Nine, thou shalt not bear false witness. And ten, which I think is interesting that we even have to tell people that, but thou shalt not covet your neighbor's wife, your neighbor's possessions, your neighbor's house, your neighbor's everything, which means to want something that belongs to someone else. Yeah. A person who covets may be led to break all the other commandments. Uh, that's true because uh, uh, when you say the covenant, um, you know, it's like everything in today, everybody wants what you got. <laughs> everything, it's, like, uh, it's like the grass is greener uh, on the other side across the street instead of looking at what you have in your own house. But to know that the 10 laws the Almighty gave to Moses, it established moral guidelines for his people. And when we become believers, Jehovah says, this is a new covenant I will make with my people on that day, says the Lord. I will put my law in their hearts and I will write them in their minds. They're already there. Then Jehovah says, I will never again remember their sins and lawless deeds. That's in Hebrews 10, 16 through 17. But we have to be open. Sometimes we have to open our minds, study, pour in the Holy Ghost, because he said that he wants to forget your sins. But we still continue to sin and stay in front of the Lord because we're, we're just not, <laughs> we're not kind people anymore. 
We're just not kind folks no more. No, that's because we have a sinful nature. But, you know, the way of the Ten Commandments is the, really the way to eternal life. You know, a young man came to Jesus and asked, what could he do to enter eternal life? And Jesus proceeded to tell him, keep the commandments. And that's something that we don't do in this today's society. We're so woke that everything, anything goes. Mm. And unfortunately, Jesus declared, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven. But he who does the will of my Father in heaven, that comes from Matthew seven twenty one. So we can't do away with the Ten Commandments. That's the key. But when you go back in history, three months after Jehovah delivered the Israelites from Egypt, he gave Moses the Ten Commandments, written in stone by the finger of God. Each of these statutes collectively meant to show the Israelites Jehovah's standard of holiness. This standard will give his people a glimpse of the Almighty's character and prove to them that they could never attain righteousness on their own. I know I can't attain it on my own. I woke up in a bad mood today. So I know that if it was up to me, I wouldn't be able to sustain it unless God helped me through it. And he planted in their hearts a longing for salvation that would be realized through ultimately the sacrifice of his own son, Jehovah, Yeshua, Jesus, as we know him, the Christ, the anointed one. So the law was our guardian until Christ came that we might be justified by faith. Do you hear that? Justified by faith, Galatians 3.24. The Ten Commandments are still relevant today as they provide a guide for living a moral and ethical life. They can be used as a tool for self-reflection and understanding how our actions relate to honoring God and loving our neighbor. And we do need him now. Right now. You know, everyone thinks, oh, God's done away with. Oh, is he really a God? Oh, is he really a he? Oh, no, God must be a trans. You know, I mean, we've gone through all of the phases of what man believes. But if we use, use our Bible as a resource, as a tool, as our operating manual, we'll know that God is in command. And we'll know what those commandments are, Pastor. Well, it's just so living in. I know I'm getting old now in my 70s. <laughs> and uh, see what's happening right before my eyes. I could never imagine, especially what's going on in our schools now. Uh, when we were operating uh, uh, Livingstones in Tallahassee, uh, we were involved with the Department of Juvenile Justice on an ongoing basis for several years with our various programs that were successful. And we also went into the elementary and middle schools. And uh, and to see how those students today, I know it's much worse now because it's like four years later, on how they're interacting at schools today, not only the violence against each other, but you have the teachers interacting with students in a very immoral way. Some people don't think so. <laughs> but then we went to school where we knew the difference between the teacher. They wore shirts and ties. Dresses. dresses they were professionally yeah. dressed. And now when we go into the school, it's like, that's a teacher? That's what the principal is dressed like? 
she just came from the club. And you're the principal? Oh, stop. No, okay. Uh, uh, you're talking about uh, what's that trail. show called that's on show now? Reality? Uh, no. <laughs> this is your life? No, the um, school show. I'm trying to think of what the name of it is that uh, we oh, watch periodically. Yeah, I know. It's in, based in Philadelphia. Yes, but it's that type of caric- uh, car- caricature. Is that the word? Caricature. Yeah, that people see that they believe is real and that isn't real i'm sorry that is what's condemning a lot of the things that we do right now to our children that we're going to pay ultimately pay for oh boy i mean and then you have people perpetuating the crimes against our children I mean, come on now. Why would a grown man want to be involved with a, a four or five year old child? You're sick. You're sick and you're sick and you need Christ in your life. You repent right now and get baptized. You need you need Jesus in your life. This world is topsy turvy. But then we're killing our children through abortion. We're, 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 we're just doing all kind of things. They're just unholy. Well, Maybe. I think you're supposed to be talking about the Eighth Commandment. Oh, good. There I go with my rabbit trail. I was just talking to my cousin this morning. And I said, I got to be careful. I keep on going on these rabbit trails. Okay, and we focus on the Eighth Commandments. Okay, that Eighth Commandment, um, you know, it, it really teaches us that obtaining gain by ungodly means is evil. I mean, you got people who are stealing senior citizens' money. I mean, you got people who are cheating them out of their hard, their 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 life savings, and you're cheating them out of their life savings. This, of course, applies to acts of theft, whether they're great or small, discovered or hidden. Yet the Eighth Commandment should not be restricted only to pickpockets and bank robbers. Mm. It applies to stealing items from your workplace. Mm, we were former employers so workplace that means you stealing my time my paper clips my boxes of pencil yeah. my paper oh then we just ordered it why are y'all order? Oh, okay there's that rabbit trail or a contractor who says that he made repairs and he didn't but still build you for it or did shoddy work that's theft it also involves theft also involves any and every activity in which that belongs to another is violated or infringed upon or taken it's like my son we've learned about uh, copyright codes uh, my son is a songwriter he, he's a, my son has many different talents and everything he's a jamaican them, he's a, he does songs and uh and he's been copywriting his, his work so because people try to steal your tunes or your note or your beats so you got to copyright that stuff. And people are trying to steal from you all the time. And that includes far more than, than just physical or intellectual property. It also includes the strengthening right, which the Almighty has given to all men. Within this fallen world, we sinners, uh oh, me, my parents, I'm still a sinner. Praise God. Yeah, Forgive I'm me, Lord. Mm-hmm. They have been a methods for bettering ourselves at the expense of others. And, and make no mistake, to do so is theft. Because to do so is to take from someone else what the Almighty declares does not belong to you. Every kind of unloving means that is employed for gaining, obtaining gain, 
And this world is a violation of the eighth commandment because mm -hmm. it's inherent to the nature of such action as the theft of our brother's goods. Well, you heard it. We're going to take a short break, come back and do, finish up with the ninth and 10th commandment. But just know that God is waiting for us as believers. If we want to spend all eternity with him to keep his commandments, because this is a temporal life. I'm looking forward to eternal life. We'll be right back. As a creative businesswoman, I grew up in the church. As I have gone through many challenges, God was the most important thing to me. Pastor Gary and Elder JC's ministry has been a blessing to me. You can receive a blessing too by listening to them on the Stone Builders Hour. I listen on Wave 94.1 FM every Thursday at 5 p.m. You can also get the good news on iHeartRadio, Spotify, and SoundCloud or your favorite podcast. Check him out. Greetings, friends and neighbors. Pastor Gary Montgomery here, inviting you to become a Stone Builder donor. Your support will allow the Stone Builder Hour to remain on the air. Please join Elder JC and I as we share the good news with you by sharing Bible scriptures and how relevant they are today. You can reach out and touch us by calling 580-634-5896 or stonebhr at gmail.com or donate on our secure site, welivingstones.org. Welcome to the Stone Builder Hour team. Much love and God bless. Well, welcome back. Welcome back to that short recess. And we are talking about the Ten Commandments. And we're on number nine. Mm. Thou shalt not bear false witness. And the, the greatest place that I believe... Uh, that this takes place is really at the workplace mm. because there's so much gossip going on. Mm. You know what they say by the water cooler and you never know what people are really talking about. They're discussing it till you get to the water cooler, but it means do not tell a lie. You know, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth and the life. John 14, six. And he's, or John 17, 17, and he's telling you that because he wants you to own up to the truth. Do not tell stories that are untrue about people. When you tell a lie, you hurt yourself as well as others. Soon people will not trust what you say. A lot of times that's why people are always, especially in families, are always taking offense because they're not sure whether you're telling the truth or a lie. An example is of the recent uh, trial of former President Trump being accused of a horrible crime of rape. Mm. The accuser couldn't remember what year it took place and never reported the crime until 30 years later. Mm. So she is she bearing false witness? Only God, time will tell and only God will know. But it's like saying no matter what other faults and weaknesses a person may have, 
right then and there, if she is willing to speak the truth and live openly, then we can be respected. But right now, do we really respect her for what she is accusing him of, although he was found guilty? guilty. So that just tells you what bearing false witness can do. You put somebody else's it hurts your reputation right on the line. Causes pain among your family. It's like, man. So uh, I guess there's, as you look at this, there's no more uh, worse thing than being slandered because you know how you feel. I've been lied on, yep. talked about, cheated, mistreated. We play that song. Yes, yeah, we should. Maybe we'll do that um, because it is one of those things where when you find that you're slandered, you have to really dig deep to really understand. Can you make it through this situation? Because it's a lie. Mm-mm-mm. Lord, we need you. Yes, we need you. And that's why that 10th commandment, we're going to go through. We're finally making it through. Maybe we'll go back to just do another quick review. But go ahead, Pastor. No, that 10th one is you shall not covenant, which means to want something that belongs to someone else. Mm. That, that, it's like looking the. The grass is greener on the other side. Or the old phrase, keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah, going broke while yeah. you're doing it. <laughs> Even when covening falls short of directly breaking another commandment, it can damage both persons and principles. There's nothing unholy about desiring good things or seeking to better oneself through godly means. It's all right to want a new car. It's all right to want a new house. Or it's all right to want new clothes, but at what price? You know, at what, you know, uh, <laughs> some people, because my neighbor got a new car, you got to get a new car. And I can't believe that some people were paying like $700, $800 a yes. car payment, especially up to a thousand now. Yeah. What kind of income you make the door to for that? Yeah, that's why it's called. Uh, Credit loans, yeah. <laughs> on and on and on. Well, this commandment, this tenth commandment, speaks to the sin of desires that have overstepped their proper place. This was—I hope that's simple and plain. It speaks to desires that have broken rank and usurped the throne of our heart by becoming too important to us. When a person covenant what is another's, even though he may not actually lift a hand to take it. He robs virtue of its real meaning and makes obedience a hollow mechanical activity. Uh, we, we had um, uh, recently, uh, we're doing um, a couples, uh, uh, not therapy, uh, sessions, you know, marriage counseling. We always call it marriage coaching. And uh, the wife, uh, she caught her husband uh, glazing at another woman. And 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 what this means, it killed trust in her relationship to her husband because she during the counseling, during the coaching session, she was complaining that he would always look at other women and that would make her feel uncomfortable. And he didn't realize he was doing it. You know, he's just like looking at, you know, you look around the room, but he didn't realize that he was uh maybe lingering maybe concentrating too, long too hard, hard. <laughs> and, or you know maybe he was in another world and but when she brought it up in a coaching session he finally admitted dang i guess 
he didn't realize he was doing it because he had been single. I mean, he had people in their 30s. So he'd been single for so long. It's his first marriage and things. And, and there's things that he didn't realize he was doing because that trust, it really, it didn't kill a relationship, but we were able to coach him through where at least they were communicating about it and he became more conscious of that. But that's where that, that covenant, it, 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 covenant, it could be hurtful to folks. Well, you know, we live in a society that um, one that is based on lust, greed, material things, and we know that because we see it in our stars, our 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 athletes. We want to uh, what is that? We want to copy what they have, and I'm always amazed at uh, the young women today that are having children out of wedlock if they're not married or they ultimately may marry. But they want to have that lifestyle. Well, those people make the money to have that lifestyle. Someone like Nick Cannon having 12 children. He can afford it. But can you afford it? And a lot of times we're getting caught up in the society of what we see. We want to have what they have. And, you know, it can cause frustration. Cause broken lives, broken homes. I wonder how many children would like to go and talk to their parents about their situation when there's not a mother or father in the home and they want that because they're not able to provide that kind of relationship. Mm -hmm. And it builds. I mean, when we had our program for taking uh, children in to visit with their parents in prison, especially with our young women, Mm. uh, the biggest issue that they had is why... If their father was in prison, why would I want to take my children, his grandchildren, to visit him when he was never in my life? You know, that's that covetedness or that opportunity you saw to be with that woman, make a child, but you're not involved in their life. That's covetedness. Mm -hmm. And now that child is paying for that. Now they have their own children. They may have some issues there. But when it came to those visits, those women covet their children. They wanted to hold their children as, um, what is that, away from those parents as a spite uh, to get back at them. Because they mad. Yes, because you didn't do for them. And now you want to enjoy the benefits of the of her labor or, you know, the couple's labor if it's a man and a woman. So sometimes, you know, we need to look at those things as failed Ten Commandments. We're not keeping them. The central theme of the Ten Commandments can be summed up in the word love, mm. love for God and love for others. Isn't that what Jesus said? The greatest commandment of all these is to love your neighbor as yourself. But according to Deuteronomy 6, 5, God commanded Israel, you should love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. He wants it all. Yes, he does. The Ten Commandments represent basic standards of, of behavior that can be divided into two groups, how we treat God and how we treat others. And we know... We treat God pitifully, yeah, and he's the one that can terminate you and is permanent. And then we treat others bad. Um, sometimes in, in 
families there are still grudges being kept after years and years and years because of how someone treated them back during the day and it, you know it's it's laughable now sometimes when you look back but at the time that you're going through it it's hurtful to help us keep jehovah at the center of our lives he commands us to worship no other gods to keep the sabbath day holy and to avoid blasphemy and idolatry most people though fail to realize that the ten commandments are a living word and that's why i love the bible because it's active it's moving it's makes it's a uh what is it action word so it is with the final commandment of god's law even though it may be broken without the knowledge of any other human being the penalty for its violation is absolutely certain. Do you hear that? Mm. Is absolutely certain. You think you're going to get away with it? You're getting away with it now, but, but you ultimately will <laughs> you will pay. You should not cover your neighbor's house. You should not cover your neighbor's wife, nor his male servant, nor his female servant, nor his ox, nor his donkey, nor anything that is your neighbor's. That's Exodus 2017. You see how extensive it is? It means you don't covet anything. And even though that's the 10th commandment, it includes all. You know, you hear, uh, I mean, it could be anything. It could be fashions. It could be another person's husband or wife. It's anything that you take and look at and say, I want that. But God is looking. Mm -hmm. He is definitely watching everything that we do. Boy. Yeah, when you hear that trumpet, I pray you hear that trumpet <laughs> and be called to action to be with him for all eternity. You know, as those 10 commands, commandments were memorized and universalized, they provide a code of conduct that honored family. It protected life. It secured property, defined boundaries enhanced trust, and thereby secured the foundation for cohesive social interaction among peoples in order to teach people how to get along with each other. That's the truth. You know, there's wars within families, let alone war against the guy next door, you know, war against the one country to another country. And we're in the midst of war all over this globe. People are fighting all the time. Yes, they are. When I think about it, you know, the, the people have been fighting since Vietnam. And it's like we in America have been fighting for a long time. And now we're, you know. That man's been fighting from the beginning. Cain yes, killed Abel. Yeah. And we haven't stopped yet. Oh, God. Lord, my God. Well, one of the things I really think we should remember is whether or not you have surrendered your will to the Almighty. Do you want to receive eternal life? Mm. Do you want to glory in the kingdom of God? Yes. It says, let this mind in you, which is also in Christ Jesus, Philippians through five, through God's spirit, we must fight against all of this and do the fight of faith against our lustful human nature. That's what's trying to take over. Sin is trying to take over. Bringing, we need to bring every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. That's Second Corinthians ten five. This is the ultimate goal of true true believers 
to be fully attained in the resurrection. Do you want to walk with God? Do you want to be with God? Or you want to be the one that's looking up to God? Because remember, in the end, and that's in Revelations 21, we're going to be looking over the side every day to see all of those people in misery. Uh, The devil is a liar. I'm planning on being on the other side. We have to commit ourselves to these Ten Commandments Because that is why Jesus emphasized how important it is to get our minds changed, converted, clean up when he said, blessed are the pure in heart. For what? For they shall see God. Well, praise God. I just want to thank you for tuning in today. Let me just say a quick prayer for you, Lord. Please be in our midst as we come together as your body to lift up United States, uh, Africa, South America, Europe, and the leaders of each one of those countries, Father. Please protect us from the division that challenges our ability to live our lives pleasing you, Lord. Defend the vulnerable and the voiceless. Defend those who are uh, that are being incarcerated, both who should be there and those who should not be there. Uh, We just ask that you just heal those broken hearts, Father in heaven, and bring together families, dear Lord, and protect the children, dear Lord, in the mighty name of Yeshua. I say thank you. Amen. Amen. Tune in next week. We'll be back.